This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is Hide and Seek. And these are the Sextras. Bonus sexy content. Good gravy! Exclusive to podcast. This is the Sextras on Hide and Seek, Joy 94.9, and another very special Sextras this week, John. Yes, it is. We are here tonight with the wonderful competitors for Melbourne Rubberman 2022, as well as the outgoing Melbourne Rubberman, Matt C. Welcome. Hello, Welcome. thank you for having us. Great to have you here, Matt. And of course, uh, three of the four competitors, we have Will. Welcome, Will. Hello, welcome. G'day, g'day. And Ross. Hello, how are you? Great to have you here. And Sergio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you for joining us here in the studio tonight, guys. And one at a time, maybe starting with Will, because he was first. Tell us, why did you enter this wonderful competition? Well, uh, this is actually probably my third time entering. Um, two years ago was COVID, and last year I was going to enter, and then university got in the way. So I thought I better go in this year, otherwise I'll be in trouble. So, but no, it was just to have some fun and um, enjoy myself. Oh, wonderful! In trouble with the hubby? Uh, no, probably Liam. <laughs> I know that peer pressure. <laughs> and Ross. Well, I was at the Laird for trivia one night and Matt C was looking for people and... You were drunk. Um, I'd maybe had a couple of beers. I didn't <laughs> say drunk. Um, maybe not a lot of food. And it, it seemed like, I don't know, I, I initially said no and then about five minutes later I was filling out the form. Um, very afraid that I'd wake up the next day thinking, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> and I woke up the next day having drunkenly texted a number of people of my intention to run. And everybody Ooh. was like, oh, you're in too deep then. Everybody okay. was very supportive. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I tend to be quite private about my own personal sexual journey. And this pushes a lot of boundaries for me. So why the hell not? Wow. Okay. So you're just a girl that can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing you push your boundaries. <laughs> and Those Sergio. boundaries may be less exciting than you're thinking. Oh, <laughs> and well, Sergio. For me, I would say it's been a bit of a personal journey post-COVID and kind of finding myself and kind of connecting with Matt and more of the community. And I thought, why not? This is how you connect with people and get more involved, I think, in the community. So with finding yourself, were you behind the sofa the whole time? Under the couch, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and we were talking about pushing boundaries, Ross. We would like to know your deepest, darkest rubber stories. Well, I'm relatively new to the genre of sexuality. Fresh meat, fresh meat. Fresh meat. <laughs> However, I think my, my very first experience was um, that pushed a lot of boundaries. So... This would have been a bit ago, and it was a, a holiday weekend, and my husband had arranged a special situation. I didn't really know what was going on, but I, I did think to douche before leaving the house, so this was probably a good choice. Oh, he set you up. How oh, cute. Boy. I was walking down the street, and I get a text from him, and he's like, okay, stop, turn, go to this apartment. 
And I was like, okay. Well. This seems sketchy, but all right. <laughs> So I headed up to the apartment and he opens the door and kind of folds on guard. Um, my partner's, my partner and I both kind of, I guess, span the, the fetish spectrum. He has one set. I have another. There's a little overlap. Anyway, um, long story short, next thing I, I find myself trying on rubber for the first time. I'd always been kind of keen, really interested, but never had the opportunity. And it was a pair of rubber chaps, which I just found a bit disappointing because I really wanted a bit more coverage. Um, oh, yes. They were lacking coverage in the key place where you would think that you would want it. But next thing I know, I'm in a sling and gagged and blindfolded and, and there's my partner and someone else has entered the scene. Oh, I love I'm this shocked. story. So it was a Valentine's Day. Oh, how Valentine's Day gift to me. And it's one I'll never forget. I love I, that I promptly story. went out and bought more rubber for myself shortly thereafter. And, and yes, then it began. Can <laughs> anyone top that story? It's got romance in it. I don't think you can top that. <laughs> what about There's you, Sergio? There's a lot Sergio? of in that story. Not for me. <laughs> for me, like, I would say I'm a little bit similar where I've been a little bit new to the... I wouldn't say I'm new to the gear scene, but kind of exploring it more in a sexual sort of way. I think I've always enjoyed gear more for, I think, the fashion sort of. It makes you feel sexy. It looks sexy on everybody that wears it. But then playing in it, I think I've only really... In, kind of dabbled in that probably in the last year and that one of them was actually at a particular bar or a particular premise um and there was it was a fetish night so everyone was kind of wearing particular garb mostly rubber um rubber's really you know impermeable so you can do a lot of it a lot of things with it so in the toilets things kind of got a little bit wet um, I love this story. <laughs> um, a lot of people obviously have been drinking a fair few beers, which kind of things can, you know, get, you know, quite bursting out of certain places. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of just led one thing to the other. Started making out with this guy in a cubicle. Um, he needed to go. I'm like, why not? I'm, I'm flagging yellow. So, like, it is what it is. Um, and he kind of, yeah, just pissed all over me and... Discovered, Fantastic. discovered that it was just an easy cleanup at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, you don't have to worry about walking home in uh, wet clothes. Like no. I, yeah. Like I let my partner do in Berlin. Yeah, it's just there spray and wipe. And it I see you're flagging white. yellow tonight as well. I am. I've got these little cute little rubber cuffs that kind of are just enough to show you. Very, very cute. Amazing. And what about you, Will? Uh, well, I've been into fetish gear for let's say about 20 years um rubber is probably close to 11 years but my deepest darkest one is probably in Munchman's in berlin during Folsom berlin so people probably understand where this is going and it was actually a rubber night uh i was downstairs in the sling waiting for something to happen next door there was a pup that was in rubber too with a mask on nothing was happening with him he got up, left, and I was like, maybe I'll follow. I went and tapped him on the shoulder, asked him whether he needed a hand. Um, he said yes, and I said, well, put your pup mask on, get on the bench, and yeah. It was very, Hands very in. wonderful. Yeah, he, he was very accommodating, very, very accommodating. So you mixed pup play with rubber play? I do have a thing for pups, even though I don't consider myself a handler or a mm. pup myself, but... I see pups and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I and love you that. did. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what about you, John? I do need to ask my co-host this story. Well, okay. So, I have had a number of different rubber experiences. Probably one of my favourites was... uh, This is going back a while. Oh, I'm old. Okay. So, this was going (laughs) back to uh, when I still lived in Sydney. I was at a dungeon in Surrey Hills called The Labyrinth. And uh, this was... You go up this ratty-ass graffitied elevator and then uh, wind your way through this industrial building to get into uh, this dungeon at the end of what must have been 100 metres hallway. And there are pipes going everywhere. It looks scummy and hot, but uh, I get in there and uh, the guy that I was seeing at the time has uh, tied me to a bench and then uh, he and another top have uh, come out and uh, proceeded to do everything from wax play to uh, temporary piercing. Uh, They actually put uh, piercings in my nipples for the first time. And Wow, uh, that's a lot all at once. It was a 14-hour session. Wow. And... Uh, all kink play, no explicit sex. It was just kink play for the entire 14 hours. And I was buzzing for the next week. Novus question. Can you mix wax play with rubber play? Carefully. Um, You don't want to get wax on the rubber itself. But as long as you're uh, doing the wax play carefully, you can keep it a sufficient distance from the rubber to avoid damage. Wow. How were you at the end of it all? Um, I was buzzing for days afterwards. I mean, at one point they had me in a vac bed and uh, with uh, like the Hitachi magic wand going all over. Um, And I'm vacked in. I can't see anything. I can't move. uh, But there's all of this sensation going on. It was absolutely stunning. And you come out with shiny pierced nipples at the end. Yes. And is that them still pierced now? Well, one of them is. The other one, unfortunately, that rejected after about six months. But, yeah. Wow. The Hide and Seek crew are at a fisting party right now. Please leave a message after the beep. And they'll get back shortly with the Sextras. Beep. And what about rubber porn, guys? Have you seen much of that? Um, I've definitely dabbled a little bit. I, I think my preference in porn is probably different from my preference at the club. Um, I definitely find transparent rubber to be really hot in porn. Um, especially very, like, full coverage or the vac beds are actually quite hot in porn. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I... Not in the competition, as um, things would be either revealed or you'd have to hide it in a way that I would find to be less exciting. But I think there's something you just said about full coverage where there's a sense of anonymity that you don't know who it is, you don't know who it could be, but you're kind of relinquishing that whole notion of who it could be. And that's Mm -hmm. the really hot kind of sexy part of it is it could be anybody, but you just let your imagination run wild. Um, And we were saying about that, you know, you didn't have full sex in your whole 14-hour session. I think foreplay and just kingplay for hours on end can just be the sexiest, hottest thing ever. And you're, yeah, you were saying you were buzzing. Yeah. 
Um, what about yourself, Matt? Ooh, that's a that's a really tough one. <laughs> uh, specifically, because I think I have like a bunch of hard drives with just a lot of rubber porn on it. So making me narrow it down to be something specific is hard. I think I think I'm sometimes surprised by how well, say, some porn studios do rubber porn when they're not really trying for mm-hmm. rubber. Like I I think I've seen like a raw fuck club video. Where it was yes. just random kind of normal sex, but they had rubber in it. I was just like, ooh, this is done really well. Yeah. Um, oh, I forget the production. Raw and Rough as well. They do uh, quite a few where there's just, there happens to be uh, rubber as part of usually a piss play scene or something. Yes. And exactly, um, yeah. all piss play scenes in Raw and Rough. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm. Yeah. Um, they had one with, uh, what's his name? Ace Era. Called Pound My Puppy. Oh, oh I've seen that one. Oh. I've seen that one too. Like, uh, seriously, I that was on heavy rotation on my laptop for about six months because I just kept going back to that one. I think oh, the biggest thing for me was when I think it was in that video. He he kind of turns around and he goes, "Oh, treat me. I'm just a hole for you." And I was just like, oh. <laughs> "Yep, yep." I remember I used to do pup play with this guy in Sydney at headquarters. It's called Trade these days. Oh. Yes. And he used to come down from Brisbane and he'd put me in a puppy tail and um, he would lead me around the sex club getting me to suck off guys. And then he put me in the cage downstairs, but he handcuffed me to the end of it. So um, I couldn't actually see what was going on behind me, but random people could come up and he would just stand there and just watch people. Mm. And then um, at one stage he blindfolded me and he and he took me out and he took me in and I had no idea where I was going. And then he started jerking himself off and then he started jerking me off and he had me down on the ground and it was very cold and damp. And then I came... And he took the blindfold off and I was literally right next to the urinal in the toilet. Nice. That was really hot. That wasn't oh a rubber God. story, though, but it was I mean, it a was, kinky one. It was still a very hot story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate the story. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys mixed much with other kinks with rubber? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yes? <laughs> um... I mean, wait for me specifically. You name a you name a kink. I have mixed it with rubber. Like it's it's where does I where do I begin? I think I think what's pretty fun though is when you you get to mix rubber gear with other kind of gear as well. Mm-hmm. So I've always been it's been great fun um, breaking the status quo by mixing leather and rubber together. I think is very fun. Um, in some scenes and I know a few of us here wear neoprene as well with rubber um, you know just mixing this kind of fetish gear with rubber is pretty fun awesome I think we're going to go around the grounds one more time and I'd like to know what is your first piece of rubber that you've ever acquired and how did you acquire it Ooh. I'm putting you on the spot now oh. Matt I feel mine is very, it, it's flexing muscles because I didn't, okay, so I didn't really know where to go when I first, so I was 18, I had just kind of come out and I had just started exploring uh, rubber as a fetish and mm-hmm. as a thing and 
there was a designer in Sydney, Matt Bilet, I think. Yep, Matt Bilet. Yeah, Bilet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Matt. Um, so <laughs> he, I remember I, I kind of reached out because I didn't really know where to go, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm looking to have a something rubber made because I know you make it." And he's like, "Well, how about?" Um, I was like, "I want a black cat suit. I want a cat suit." Um, so I had that made, and I think I wore it to my very first Mardi Gras. Um, and it was it's just such a, like a bold move to kind of go, well, I've never worn rubber before, so I'm just going to get the most expensive thing and the most outlandish full coverage thing as my first time. Um, and I still have it to this day, believe it or not. Oh, bless. Oh, I love that story. A little and memento from the yesteryear. And Will, what about yours? All right. Uh, would be 10, 11 years ago, um, my partner had bought, matching pair of like soccer gear from Mr. S Leather in the US and we were living in New Zealand and his he bought the red one uh, for himself and I got a blue one I would say they were slightly smaller than they should have been because you know we didn't have a chance to try them on before and getting them and we were just two people starting to explore rubber together and um, very, very adventurous times together, and um, Auckland. Well, that's back when the Urge Bar was there, and it had the smallest little back room in the world, but it was still a very popular little back room, certainly in rubber. <laughs> I could imagine. And, and Ross, Ross. Well, I'd kind of grown up with a bit of a sports background with my fetish, so it. I, I was a swimmer, but I always had a thing for kind of anything lycra. Um, I was kind of chatting with uh, Liam would have been one of the people over about two years ago, maybe. Um, and had been encouraged by Liam and a few other friends like, Hey, you should try rubber. And then that other experience happened. And I was like, oh, I need more. So I made an appointment with a friend to meet up and go to Eagle. And I immediately went back to the rubber section. And I think the first thing I picked up was the wrestling singlet that I wore on Sunday. Um, and I tried it on and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh shit, I guess I'm dropping $200. I didn't mean to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> it creeps up on you. Yeah. It's an investment. Yes. It is an investment, isn't it? <laughs> well, I've, I've loved that piece. I first wore it out go-go dancing for Thick and Juicy. Um, my phone was a victim of that incident. But um, <laughs> Oh no, oh, what happened? No. It was in my sock, stupidly. And oh, it got a the bit sweat was coming moist. down. Moist? A little bit moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sergio? For me, like, I've always enjoyed all sorts of gear. I mean, anything that accentuates the body, whether it's lycra, which I think a lot of us kind of, you know, we'd seen the, you know, gymnastics and stuff growing up on the Olympics or whatever it is, but even like short shorts, watching footy plays and things like that. So I've always enjoyed pretty much anything that really just, yeah, as I said, accentuates the body. I only got my first pair of rubber, I would say three, three and a half, maybe four years ago when I was with my ex-husband. Um, we actually, yeah, met Liam and just started chatting. And obviously Liam was a very well-known rubber enthusiast in the Melbourne community. Um, and he actually said, yes, you should look, you should, you would look good in rubber. You should get some rubber. And I'm like, I, I would like that. I had a leather harness and that was about it at the time. But yeah, I was like, okay, this is rubber. This is interesting because rubber is like super, super tight, super slick super shiny i think i would really 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 like this and it's impermeable so you can do a lot of other things with it um <laughs> so i think i ended up yeah we just ended up um 
going one afternoon to Eagle Leather and obviously at the time, I think they didn't have the large collection that they have now, but they had some. Mm. And I just found these really cute short, short, short shorts with a yellow trim on the side and I put them on. They were like the best thing I've ever felt. They, they made my butt look good. They made my legs look good. And yeah, they, I mean, they're still my favorite piece because they're just, they're so versatile and, you know, you can match them up with a whole bunch of different things. And when I go out, they're just fun to wear because I feel really, really good in it. Yeah, yeah they're my oh, favorite piece. Wow. See, that's what you want is you want pieces that make you feel that way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Indeed. Well, best of luck to you all in the competition on Friday. Thank you. <laughs> this is Hide and Seek on Joy 94.9. We have had the MRM... 2022 contestants here in the studio and MRM 2021 Matt C. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio tonight, guys. Thank you for having us. Indeed, thank you for having us. Thank you. And don't forget all the podcasts and podcast extras can be found at joy.org.au forward slash hide and seek. See ya. Do you want more? Yes! Yes! Oh! Yes! Yes! Oh! Catch all the Hide and Seek episodes on podcast at joy.org.au slash hide and seek. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.